Welcome to Bring Your Brilliance. Are you ready to find and amplify your voice? Looking to be inspired by those who are already out there making it happen? Listen in as we shine a light on those who bring their full, authentic selves to do what they love, make no apologies, and don't try to fit into other people's boxes. With your host, Carla Taylor, who, after years of being inspired by the brilliantly shining people she was meeting, decided others need to hear these stories too. Good morning and welcome to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show. I am your host, Carla Taylor. We are here on Inspired Choices Network. And today we are talking about the inspired choice to do some content marketing, if that's something that you've been thinking about or looking at or already started doing, but feel like you need to know a little bit more about the basics of content marketing or some things that you can learn while you are working on your content marketing strategy. So today's topic, we are all about either getting started or getting better at content marketing for your business. And we'll start actually with a definition of content marketing in case you're not quite sure what that is. And then how do you share your story or what 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 do you do if you're not sure where to even begin or, or the way in which to tell that story? So those are some of the things we're going to talk about. This is our first Friday success strategy episode here for December. And um, I am going to talk to you about, yes, there are many, many approaches, but I really want to break this down to the, the basic, basic level. And then also focusing on how to be authentic while sharing your story and then writing that compelling content that gets you noticed and gets people engaged and gets people wanting to know you more or even talking about you or, or sharing your posts or, you know, the, the, the holy grail of how do you go viral with your content. And what's really interesting about that is that, um, and I'm getting a little ahead of myself here, but the one thing to know about going viral, if that's a goal of yours, and I've talked to a lot of people who have had a lot of different things go viral, um, they never know which one it's going to be. So there's not a, a specific formula for that, and that's one of the things we'll talk about with content is it's really also about consistency and putting out things that are potentially things that people are really going to resonate with. But even the people who've had very viral content more than once, they cannot guarantee that this is the post that will. And sometimes it's a surprise to them which of their posts do. So just know that, whether viral is your goal or not, what you're really, really looking for is to attract and engage the audience that is looking for you. And that could be 100 people or, or even fewer. And the thing is, you don't need a million clients. <laughs> what you need are the people who are really looking for you. And that's what this is all about is how do you put your voice out there? How do you create content and I'm, of course, because LinkedIn is my platform of choice and the one that I work with, I'm a LinkedIn lover. I absolutely love it. It is the place to be. Um, so I'm going to specifically focus a little bit more um, on the LinkedIn platform. But for the most part, we're going to be talking today about content marketing in general. Um, but that's what's the cool part is when you find those people who are looking for you, and and you're sharing who you are and you're sharing what you're great at and what you're passionate about and how you can help them, 
people want to start learning from you. And that's when sales and offers and connections and opportunities start showing up in your inbox. And that's what people call inbound marketing, where the marketing is, is drawing people into you and, and they're starting to come to you to ask rather than you putting stuff out there. So I love what Jessica Phillips, uh, she was a couple episodes back where she talked about being a magnet rather than a bullhorn. And that's what content marketing can do for you is help you be that magnet and get people attracted to you, to your message, to your, your, your personality even. And that's what you want to showcase. And when I talk about being authentic with your content and, and being authentic with your personal brand, people nowadays are really tired of being sold to. And they're tired of the super... Um, you know, just they, they know when it's a gimmick now. Like people are smart, they're savvy, and they don't want the fake, um, oh, my life is so wonderful, look at my Ferrari, you know, all that stuff. They want to talk to real people, they want to know you, they want to like you, and they want to trust you. And that's what they're looking for. So 80% of the buying decision happens before they ever even come to you. And that's why the content marketing piece, it was always helpful and and a good thing to do, but now it's really required for people to get to know you while they're in that information gathering stage and while they're in that comparison stage and trying to figure it all out themselves before they ever actually ask the question. They're, They're ready to buy by the time they come to you and start asking to you. So that's another thing to know too is, um, if somebody is reaching out to you, they've already made at least an 80% choice that they want to buy something. And then you get to be the person who's the differentiator of why why they want to buy that from you. But you've already pretty much educated them and built that trust with them through your content marketing. So this is why this is something, if you're not doing it, you need to be aware of it and focused on it as a a tactic or an approach or a way that you're building and growing your audience. And the whole point of that is if you're selling anything, which is what most entrepreneurs and business people are doing, um, is that they know you, they like you, they trust you, and then they will buy from you. So I had a question a couple uh, weeks ago. I did a master class for Hive on LinkedIn. And one of the questions was, how do I sell directly on LinkedIn? And the answer is you really don't. And you can't just be like, okay, here's my product, buy it. Like nobody's going to want that. Um, they want to know you first. They want to understand you. They want to be invited in to be part of your journey even. And then they will be much more likely to come to you because they've already looked at your stuff and they've gotten to know you. And I can't tell you how many people I'm now getting – in my inbox saying, I've been watching you for a while. And that's, it's a, it's a long-term play, but that's why the direct selling component is very, very difficult to do on social media. Now, there, of course, are some ways to do direct selling, and we're not talking about that today. But really, you want to be building this body of content. So even if people have just discovered you, even if they are ready to buy quickly, they want to at least check and make sure <laughs> that there's a solid background there that you have. So 
in the case of your content library of what you've produced and created, size does matter. People do want to check and make sure that it's not just a one-off kind of thing about you as well. So getting a little ahead of myself, I wanted to actually start with a definition of content marketing. Um, but uh, these are some of the things to think about and why it actually matters to make this a part of your approach of how people find you and buy from you. So let's start with the definition. Um, content marketing is a type of marketing that involves the creation and sharing of online material. This is from the Content Marketing Institute. So this is their definition. So it's things such as videos, blogs, social media posts, that sort of thing that does not explicitly promote a brand, but is intended to stimulate interest in its products or services. So social media is an integral part of content marketing. Um, and beyond that, like I said, it's a long-term strategy that focuses on building a strong relationship with your target audience by giving them high-quality content that's relevant to them on a consistent basis. So eventually, then, when they're ready to make that purchase decision, their loyalty already lies with you. They'll purchase your product and prefer it over the competitor's options. So in contrast to that one-off advertising, content marketing shows you actually care about your customers. And that's the thing is, don't just pretend like you care, <laughs> but actually care. Like, if you don't care about what you're doing or selling, you shouldn't be doing or selling that. So that's actually really where it starts is making sure you're in alignment with what it is that matters most to you and what you're passionate about and, and what it is that you're wanting to put out into the world and share with the world and you know, it's very, very challenging to create content or to try to sell things that you don't believe in. You really shouldn't be doing that because people can tell. So first and foremost, if that's out of alignment, make sure that you are in alignment with that. And we've had other shows and things about that. But that's part of that authenticity. People can see through the BS. Like, you know, you see it. When you see other people and you know they're BSing you, you can see it a mile away. You can tell by their voice, by their body language, it, it just, it's obvious. And what's so funny is when we're the ones who aren't being completely genuine, we think we're doing a really good job of having a mask and we think we're fooling everyone, but the only person we're really fooling is ourselves. So, and especially nowadays with all of the media and content and the ways that people are consuming and learning and growing and there's so much out there and People are tired of fake. They really, really are. Um, they just want to know what's really real, and they want to know that you're a human being. So I know for myself, and I've talked about this before, and a lot of people are so intimidated by putting their genuine self out there, and they're like, ooh, well, people might, you know, warts and all. You know, people might see things I don't necessarily want them to see. And while I don't want you to go out there and just, you know, throw all your dirty laundry out into the world. Um, don't be always trying to be perfect either because perfect is not real. And perfect doesn't resonate with real human beings, which are the people that you're trying to talk to. So be a real human being yourself. Share some of your ups and downs. Share some of the journey that isn't as pretty. Share when you maybe have a failure that you have learned from. And you don't have to share. Like, don't share the failure impact. 
when you're in the midst of it, like when you're in total breakdown and, and huddled in your bed and crying about it, like that's not when you want to share. Like, so yes, be real, share your journey. But when you're ready to share it, when you've gotten through the initial reaction stage and the maybe very deep emotions that you've had about it, then you can do a retrospective kind of sharing of, you know, last week or last month, I went through this. And I wasn't going to share it, but I wanted to let you know that these are the things that I learned from having gone through that. And that's a message that's going to really resonate and also make you seem very real. And that's the thing I've noticed with the people that I have been learning from and following and watching as they grow and grow and grow and grow like crazy on LinkedIn or other platforms as well. They are sharing those stories. They are talking about their their pain or their struggles. Yes not in the moment of the depths of despair of it, but but usually pretty soon after it happens, they will then regroup and come to their 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 now raving fans, their audience, and say, Here's what happened to me and it it sucked. You know, it really, really sucked. But here's what happened next or here's what I learned from that or even though this didn't work out, it led me to that thing. And so sharing that lesson learned and, you know, probably if you've been around the entrepreneurial world or any of this for very long, you hear a lot about failure being embraced and failure is, you know, everybody should now understand the role of failure and that failure is simply learning. And so people want to learn and do learn often more from their failures than from their successes. So likewise in your content, Share both. Share what you're doing well. Share the happy, good, awesome things that are happening. But also share, here's here's something that didn't go quite so well. Um, and I want to talk a little bit more about that when I get back from break, which we're about ready to go to right now. Uh, but it is a real part of your journey, no matter where you are, no matter how successful you are. And that's the other thing to keep in mind. So, again, this is Carla Taylor. We are talking today about content marketing And we are on the Bring Your Brilliance radio show here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back. We all have a personal brand. It's what people say about you when you're not in the room. What if you knew how to clearly and confidently communicate your value in a compelling way? Tune in to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor to discover the tools, resources, and inspiration you need to get started and keep growing. Are you ready to make your mark? Learn how to bring your brilliance by listening to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Mountain, and 7 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor. 
To join today's conversation, call in the U.S. at 815-880-8255 or Canada at 613-800-8736 or Skype at Inspired Choices Network. Or ask a question or send a comment by email at bringyourbrilliance at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. Um, this is Carla Taylor. We are on the Bring Your Brilliance radio show, and we are talking today about content marketing. And we are here on the Inspired Choices Network, which is actually a wonderful example of a vehicle in a way that you can use content marketing to share your message with the world, which is really what Bring Your Brilliance is also all about. So this is an example of a way to let people hear you and get to know you and understand what it is that that you're passionate about and the things that you might be learning about or the way that you can help them. And this is a perfect example of people wanting to consume and learn and even be entertained by your message. And that's really what content marketing is all about. So perfect example right now, case in point, is having a, a radio show or a podcast where you are being heard on a consistent basis where people are learning how you think and how you talk even and how you approach the world because they're getting to know you. So if you've ever thought about being a radio show host, I highly, highly recommend it. I think it has been such a growing experience for me. It's absolutely forcing me to have consistent content even on days I might not feel like it. Maybe even today might be one of those days. But... um, but it's something I love, and, and when I'm doing it, I absolutely enjoy it. I love it. It's, it's a way for me to share something that I know can really help people, and that's really what we're focused on is not what do you have to say and what are you so great that you're the one to say it, but really what do the people you're helping need to hear? What is it that they're struggling with, and how can you serve them, not sell to them, but what are the problems that they need solving? And that's what I do when I create my content, including with this show, even my content about content marketing is, these are some of the questions I'm getting a lot from my clients and people that I'm I'm meeting and, and working with in, in the city and beyond is, these are some of the basic questions. And so that's how I create the content of what is it that I want to share. Um, so again, remember that people don't, just go to social media platforms or wherever they're going to hear about you because they want to see your posts and buy your products. They are wanting to learn and they want to even be entertained. So make sure you're being even somewhat entertaining (laughs) in how you're presenting your content. Um, People love listening to radio shows and podcasts. People love reading interesting stories. People love visuals. People love videos. So there's a lot of different ways to entertain while you're sharing your content as well. And, you know, writing itself, too, is a wonderful vehicle. I'm a writer. I love writing articles. And that's certainly another method and another way to do it. But even more so on uh, social media, there's that visual component as well. So make sure you're also thinking about your visuals and your visual branding that goes along with what you're doing as you're creating your content because you want to be recognizable. You want people to consistently recognize you. That's part of the the whole purpose of putting yourself out there 
um, in a lot of different ways consistently over time is it's not also just random and they don't recognize you everywhere you are. So I know one of the things when people have multiple social media platforms, a lot of people have like different pictures for each one, but really you should be using the same profile picture for every single one because you want them to recognize, oh, there's Carla, oh, and there's Carla, and oh, and there's Carla on these different platforms. Um, if I use different photographs of me, they might not recognize it's the same person. And so even that can be a very subtle way to also create consistency as you're creating content. Um, I do want to get back for a moment. I, I went a little bit off topic right before the break, but I wanted to make this point because this is something that's been coming up a lot for me and for people that I'm working with and people that I'm meeting with. And there's this whole notion that you're the only one going through whatever it is you're going through, and you're the only one going through those struggles. And this is, again, where sharing content and sharing the good and the bad not only makes you seem more real, but it also allows other people to understand that they are not alone. And everybody goes through these ups and downs struggles. Everybody, even the people that you might be, you know, oh, well, surely that that level of success, they're not going through it. Or surely that type of celebrity, they're not going through it. But they are. They are. And if you ever watch any documentaries or any of the behind-the-scenes kind of stories of celebrities even, they share. It's not a smooth, easy road. It's not just an up and up and up kind of journey. That is not real life. So why do you, when you get down, when something doesn't go your way, when, when you lose a deal or whatever it is that you're struggling with, why do you beat yourself up? Why do you think, oh, I must not be successful because I'm having this failure? Of course that's not true. <laughs> and And so I know this is a little off topic from content marketing, but oh my goodness, this is something I hear so often. I just want you to know, you right now, you who are listening to this, to know there is nothing wrong with you. You are doing exactly what you're meant to be doing, and you are going to have failures along the way. And in fact, you don't even have to call them failures, but not yet successes or steps that didn't quite work that you could then learn from. And I know for me that was one of those mindset things I needed to change about experiencing and even sharing then some of the quote-unquote failures I went through because the word failure was so heavy for me. And so for me, I shifted it into into a not yet <laughs> successful kind of terminology. And so when I talk about sharing your whole self, your authentic self, your your whole story, again, you don't have to drag people through the depths of your despair or come from a very hurting and desperate place. Um, because when you are hurting and desperate, you sometimes can't see anything else. So that's not the time to write a post. <laughs> that's not the time to share that part of your story. But when you're a little bit stronger and you do see the benefit and the lesson learned, then share that part too. Because again, that's what makes you human. So I know some people get that a little bit wrong. That's one of those lessons learned also along the way is they're like, oh, I'm supposed to share everything. Okay, let me just share. Oh, my day is awful. And this sucks and I'm whining and complaining. No, that's not what what I mean. <laughs> that's not what people mean when they say to share all of it. So do share your ups and downs. Do share your lessons learned. 
be authentically you, do tap into your why and share your why. And, you know, I'm a huge fan of Simon Sinek. If anybody has ever heard about the why in Simon Sinek, they know the golden circle, the inside out of starting with your why and then going out to the how and the what. Um, and again, that could be a whole other lesson. So if you want to learn it, go out and search Simon Sinek, S-I-N-E-K, and look that up because it's it's brilliant and it's awesome. And it's amazing. But all of us have a why of what we're doing and why we're doing it. All of us have a why about who we're serving and what content we're creating. So start with that. Start with sharing your why, a one-minute video of your why and why this matters to you. Why do you care about the people you're serving? That's a great place to begin with your content marketing strategy is simply to share why it matters to you and why they matter to you to be able to help and serve them. And then people are going to be compelled to listen to more because they're bought in to what you care about and why you care about it. Um, like I said, your visual branding is also very important because as people are learning you about you and getting to know you and, and trusting you, I can't say enough about the difference it makes when you invest in your visual branding. I had tons of great content. It was a lot of the same content that I'm sharing now in years past but I didn't have good visual branding. In fact, I didn't really have any, and I was very inconsistent in how I was showing up online. Like I said, having different pictures or versions of myself on different platforms, I didn't have a consistent visual brand as I was sharing my content. So I did spend some money. I did hire a graphic designer. I did get a much better designed look and feel and logo, and even that has lent so much more credibility to everything else that I'm sharing, that now people, even from a visual component, uh, I have that trust immediately. They're like, oh, this person is for real. This is if, So here's the thing. If you don't invest in yourself, why would you expect anybody else to? So your visual branding shows that you, it, it's like getting dressed and doing your hair and putting on makeup before you go out into the world. If you're showing up without having showered, why are people going to be compelled to be around you? Um, but if you are putting your best self out there in person, why wouldn't you also do that online? And that starts with that visual branding. And you don't even have to pay you know, top dollar, but just have a very good, consistent look and feel. Um, my daughter just did this for herself, and she created a whole brand around some things, and she, I mean, it, it looks great, and she didn't invest any money, really, but she invested because she has some of that skill set. She invested her time, though, in creating a really beautiful visual brand before she started creating her content. So, And I didn't even tell her to do that. <laughs> she just understood that that's what was needed for people who are wanting to put their content out. So, so start there. After you're aligned and passionate about what you're doing, next as you're getting started, start with then your visual branding next. Um, because you do want people to hear everything else you have to say, and that is, that does matter. So now that you are aligned and you're passionate and you look and feel great, now let's talk about what you want to talk about. Um, and so there's a lot of different ways you can put stuff out there. There's, um, you know, blog articles and ebooks and templates and newsletters and all sorts of things. So I'm going to briefly go through 
there's three different things that are happening as people are looking for content and as people are trying to understand what it is that they want to buy or what they are looking for when, you know, if you're a coach or a speaker or, or um, you know, whatever it is that you're selling, and if people want to buy from you, they're first in this information gathering stage or the know stage. If we think about know, like, and trust. So first they just want to know you or know what they're looking for. So they're looking for information. So they want to learn from you. They want to learn from things like blog articles, YouTube videos, podcasts, interviews, radio shows, audio files, um, ebooks, templates, reports, white papers, guides, resources. These are all things where you're just simply teaching, sharing information about things they care about. It doesn't even have to have anything to do with your product, in fact. Um, and one of the best, like the first, one of the first examples, I think maybe ever of content marketing, it's way before social media. It's actually um, in the 1700s, Benjamin Franklin was one of the first people to use content marketing in creating, he was actually trying to market his printing business. And so he printed something people would want to read, an almanac, to, uh, to showcase what his printing business could do, but he produced something that people wanted to learn from and, and actually wanted to read. Um, and so that's what you're doing is you're providing value at this level of something people need to learn and want to learn that may have nothing to do with your actual product. So another example of, of a more modern example is outdoor retailer REI. And they do a great job of answering questions and assisting their audience through their content. Um, so think about things that, that people might be Googling or searching for online. Um, they're not probably searching for the products they're trying to buy, but they're searching for how-to type videos. So for REI, one of the things they do is offer dozens of videos um, answering common questions. So like a, a backpacker who wants to know how to use a compass or a cyclist who wants to know how to fix a bicycle chain. They're, they're teaching the content that their audience wants to learn to get people to know them and begin to like and trust them for the next two stages. Um, so let's see. Um, so at the beginning of, of people's journey also to find you, 75% of their time is spent in this information gathering mode. So the no, no modes. That's why you've got to produce a lot of content, a lot of consistent content so people are getting to know you. Next, the 23% level now is spent in comparing. So these are things that you might then do like an about us or testimonials or answering FAQs, frequently asked questions. Um, you might offer a guarantee or a demo or a trial. Um, you might have endorsements, case studies, that sort of thing where people are now comparing you and other things into what they're really, really potentially going to do. So for example, I'm in this mode right now. I'm looking to hire a virtual assistant. And so first I've been learning about what assistants can do, and now I'm starting to look at the comparison. So we are already out of time for, for this, so let's go ahead and take a quick break, and we'll be right back to continue this conversation. So again, this is Carla Taylor on Bring Your Brilliance on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back. We all have a personal brand. It's what people say about you when you're not in the room. What if you knew how to clearly and confidently communicate your value in a compelling way? 
Tune in to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor to discover the tools, resources, and inspiration you need to get started and keep growing. Are you ready to make your mark? Learn how to bring your brilliance by listening to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Mountain, and 7 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor. To join today's conversation, call in the U.S. at 815-880-8255 or Canada at 613-800-8736 or Skype at Inspired Choices Network. Or ask a question or send a comment by email at bringyourbrilliance at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Carla Taylor here, back on Bring Your Brilliance radio show here on Inspired Choices Network. Today, we are talking about the basics of content marketing. And just before the break, I was talking about actually what I was referring to is what's called content mapping. And that has to do with really focusing on your customer and what it is that they're needing at every stage of their journey. So again, this all sounds fairly complicated, but if you think about it, it's what we all do. And I was giving my example of um, looking to hire a personal assistant, and so I've or a virtual assistant actually. Um, and so learning about the different capabilities and what I can even expect from hiring a virtual assistant, and then I started to look into you know typical pricing, that sort of thing. And now I'm in the getting to know, like, and trust who I might hire. So those are the three stages. The first stage is know, and that's the information gathering stage. The next stage is like, and that's when you're doing some comparison. And then trust is when you're ready to actually take action. And so that's also what you're walking people through as you're putting content out there. Um, so for you, as you're creating content, you also really want to know who your customer is. Um, who is it that you help? And this is something that I know some people really rail against because they're like, well, I don't have just one customer. I can help anybody. I can help everybody. But you really can't. <laughs> you really can't help everybody. Um, not everybody is going to resonate with what you're doing. Not everybody's going to need you. You couldn't possibly actually help everyone if they all said, yes, help me. That would be way too many customers for you. So by narrowing down, you're helping yourself and you're helping everyone else find you and find what they specifically are looking for. And so get really specific on who your customer is. And you might have more than one customer group that you help, customer segment, but start with one. Um, <laughs> and maybe don't have your dog <laughs> there when you do. Um, so start with, start with one and <laughs> excuse me, um, and define them. So talk about who they are, who what they like. Maybe they like dogs. <laughs> so that would be an example of one population that you're focusing on. I recently actually did this as an article on LinkedIn where I talked about the type of person who I help. So I, in my case, I had a specific person in mind, which was my sister Lisa, and she's also like a lot of other Lisas that I know um, that have been great customers. So, that, of course, there's a lot of people not named Lisa, too. 
but I um, I knew that she was somebody who was very hardworking, who's very ambitious, who is the type of person that she learns about what she's doing and then she goes after it full speed ahead. And those are really my ideal clients are those kind of people who want to work hard, who know they have something to say, who are going to do the work to figure it out and then put it out there and actually go and knock it out of the park when they do. And so I described this person using my sister, Lisa, as the the sample and example of that ideal client for me um, that then other people may not be named Lisa or, you know, that sort of thing, but they get, oh, this is the type of person and the people who can resonate with that are going to start knowing, okay, this is who Carla is talking to when she does that. And so you don't have to necessarily write an article or put it that much out into the world, but if you do this for yourself as an exercise, and start to look at, okay, who is my customer? What kind of age range? What is it they, they do? What do they care about? Do they have dogs? Do they have pets? Whatever it is. Um, and, and what is it that they need and are looking for and wanting? And so what are some of their pains? What are some of their struggles? And, and what are some of their gains? What do they have to gain? And there's some really wonderful tools to do this. And there's even a lot of free things. If you just look up customer persona, there's some graphs and charts that you can use to help you figure that out. Or you can ask someone to help walk that through you with you. But by having that person in mind when you're selling or when you're working on helping them and creating your content, um, you're now writing to that person. And that makes it so much easier. So if you're writing or creating a video or whatever it is that you're doing, if you're kind of just thinking of, I don't know who's really going to be receiving this, you're not going to really create great content to give them the value they need. But if you think about a specific person and you think about for, like in my example, Lisa, she's, you know, she's got two kids in middle school. She's got a house that she's building. She's got things that are on her plate and things she's trying to solve. And so I can start speaking to the things that, that she's going through and that is maybe even you know not quite what I'm doing, but I know I'm helping her with something that that's a priority for her, and in that way, I have that person in mind as I'm writing my content. And I know I've even heard of very famous songwriters actually have shared this as a tip when they write their songs and sing their songs um, when they start really focusing on like one person that they're thinking of and they're singing to or writing to, that's when they have started getting way better in their careers. And so it really does make a difference no matter what it is that you're doing when you have a specific person in mind when you're creating your content and writing your article or whatever else. So that's one of the techniques that you can use to start focusing in on what is this person caring about? What is the part of their journey they're on? And what is it that I'm speaking to in this? Um, so that is one way to focus and narrow your content because there's a lot you can do and there's a lot that is possible. So what matters to you and then also what matters to your client, to your customers, the person that you're speaking to is going to drive the type of content that you create. Um, so the, the third part of the funnel is, like I said, the trust part. So you've gone from no, like, and trust. 2% are in that trust phase. So you can see where 
it's it's very narrowing and people aren't always ready to buy. So that's why having a lot of different ways for them to learn about you and engage with you and get to know you and what you're about, that's 75%. So that's why content marketing at that stage, having different types of content, like I said at the beginning, size does matter. And when I say your content library, it's not like you necessarily have like, here's my library over here, although it's great if you can organize it and curate it for your for the people who are trying to find you. But they're going to look and see, does this person have a legit presence? Like we talked about the visual branding. They're going to check and see maybe, and you don't have to have this really big big website, and I'm not talking about that at all. In fact, just a landing page can do to make sure that you're legit. But where they're going to be looking for you and finding you are on like social media and things like that. And so if they look for you on LinkedIn and you've only ever posted once, Mm, that's not a lot there for them to know who you are and what you're about. And that's what I mean when I say your content library is out where they already are. Do they see that you're posting a lot of content? Do they see you regularly? Are you showing up at least every week so that they can start to to know, like, and trust you over time to see, oh, this person isn't just a fluke or doesn't just had one thing to say, but there's somebody who is investing in me to learn from them so therefore, I might want to invest back in them, into them. So again, I keep talking about it, but it's because it's so important and it's actually the whole point of consistency is to consistently provide valuable content so that eventually people will then be like, ah, oh, yeah, I saw, I saw that person. I keep seeing them. And that's the person that I want to do business with um, because they keep showing up. And so even if your stuff isn't perfect, even if it's not even close to perfect, like, for example, your dog starts barking in the middle, (laughs) Um, but you're still being real and you're still sharing things of value and you're still helping people learn, they're going to trust that you have their interest in mind and that you're going to be able to take care of them when they are ready to buy, when they're in that 2% phase of ready to buy. So... Again, this is a long game strategy. This is not a one and done type of thing. This is you investing in really educating and teaching people what it is they need to know. And when you make it about you and your products and what you're trying to sell, that's another thing people can really feel because then it becomes all about you. And it doesn't, even though you're like, well, I do care about you, but I also need to sell something. That gets almost into that desperate mindset, and that's when people actually kind of back away from you. But when you're like, oh, my gosh, this person really needs help with this, and I want to help them, whether they come to me or anybody else, and I'm simply going to educate them on what they need, people can feel that too. And then they're like, wow, this person really cares about me and making sure I get what I need, even if it's not from them. And so that way, if you put yourself almost as an expert to the experts, for example, Let's say you're selling insurance and you're like, well, here's what you need to know about buying insurance and here's the questions to ask your insurance agent. And you start talking to them as not buy from me, but when you are looking for this, here's what to look for. Then they're going to be like, oh, well, now I trust you because you're telling me the real deal and not just trying to sell to me. So we're going to take another break. And when we get back, we're going to talk a little bit more about some of the things you can specifically do with your content on LinkedIn to start getting out there in a consistent way. So again, my name is Carla Taylor. This is the Bring Your Brilliance radio show. We are on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back. 
We all have a personal brand. It's what people say about you when you're not in the room. What if you knew how to clearly and confidently communicate your value in a compelling way? Tune in to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor to discover the tools, resources, and inspiration you need to get started and keep growing. Are you ready to make your mark? Learn how to bring your brilliance by listening to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Mountain, and 7 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor. To join today's conversation, call in the U.S. at 815-880-8255 or Canada at 613-800-8736 or Skype at Inspired Choices Network. Or ask a question or send a comment by email at bringyourbrilliance at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show. I'm Carla Taylor, your host, and we are talking about content marketing today on Inspired Choices Network. And so I do want to tell you a little bit about what's coming up for Bring Your Brilliance next year. We are going to be launching the 90-Day Brilliance Planner, which will be part of, uh, there's a mini course that goes along with it teaching you how to use this planner and to be able to really get to the clarity and the ability to do what you're, you're trying to do and move forward faster in that as well. So I talk about it in terms of moving from beautiful chaos to brilliant clarity because we all have chaos in our lives and we all have things that we're trying to organize. And especially if you're a very creative person, you often can feel overwhelmed or chaotic. Um, so how do you take all of that stuff going on in your brain and really narrow and focus it into producing results and getting exactly what you wanted to do and accomplish in 90 days. And so that's what the 90-Day Brilliance Planner is all about. I can't wait to share it with you. I've been working on it for a while. And I do have pre-orders open now. So go on out to uh, bringyourbrilliance.net or if you also specifically want to find different ways to engage and learn about bringing your brilliance, Still, of course, at the end of this year, but into 2020 and beyond. And I'm, I'm so excited that 2020 just so lends itself well to focus and getting people to have clarity of vision, too, because that's really what I'm all about. So go on out to um, a Patreon site is a wonderful thing you can do, too. So I have a Patreon site, um, which is really building patrons or raving fans of your work. And so it's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com and then forward slash bring your brilliance. And I've got some really cool things that we're going to be doing next year. So if you are interested in learning more and engaging more and really starting to work on getting your brilliance out there and creating your content and doing the things that you've been wanting to do, go on out to patreon.com slash forward slash bring your brilliance. And one of those we talk about, about the 90 day planner as well, which I also sell as a separate thing. So, I love this planner. It's what has helped me organize my brain and get to my brilliance as I'm still moving through beautiful chaos all the time as well. Um, and, and that's really what it is, is that we will, it's a continuous cycle. And so it's just continuing to work on it every single day. And 
so I'm super excited to share this tool and resource with you as well as many of the others that I've been working on for you. Uh, so back to content marketing. Specifically, we've talked about people getting to know you, to like you, and to trust you and what it is that you might offer at each of those stages. Um, so again, at the trust stage, uh, so we started with blog articles and podcasts and radio shows and just all the different ways that you're, you're teaching people. And then they start to learn a little bit more from testimonials or demos. And so now they're getting to like you and what you're doing. Webinars is another way in the like phase, um, newsletters, endorsements, all those sorts of things. And when you get down to trust, you are now in, okay, now here's how to contact me. Like I just did. I just shared with you how to contact me and find some of my content. So where to go to buy now or where to go to contact me for more information. That's the trust stage. So again, as you can see, you spend the bulk of your time in the content piece itself and then very little time <laughs> at the end of this content mapping funnel of helping people find you and how you can help them. So let's switch on over to thinking about how does this work on LinkedIn? Like I said, if you're really wanting to know that part, that's something that I really focus on in my own work and how I approach content marketing. I love LinkedIn. It's a huge, huge platform. It's growing by the day. There's 650 million people out there. That's where people are hanging out and spending their time and consuming content now. Um, it really has come alive as a content marketing platform because so many people are wanting to learn and grow and consume content there. So do not, even if it's not your number one choice, do not overlook LinkedIn. LinkedIn is someplace you absolutely need to be and putting out at least once a week some content to help the people that you're serving. Um, but when you're doing that, when you're on LinkedIn or wherever you're really focusing your content, think about your goal first. So define your marketing goal. What is it? Do you want to generate more leads for your business? Are you looking to increase brand awareness? Are you wanting to promote your products and services, connect with ideal customers and clients, or build a community, a community around your brand? And it might be all of the above. But think about what it is that you really want. Um, what do you want people to do? What do you want people to know or learn as you're doing this content marketing? Um, and so then, if we're talking specifically about LinkedIn, choose which of the content media or content types you're going to do. You don't need to do all of them. There's a lot of different options. So you can do things like your personal profile, first and foremost, is really like your landing page. And so that's a place where you can be sharing, you know, your about section should be sharing your story. And you can have different uh, things that you attach there and that sort of thing that people can learn right from your landing page. Um, then you also have your, your company page, and you've got <clears throat> the um, groups on LinkedIn. You've got direct messages or emails that you can send to people on LinkedIn, um, emails and then other people's content. So think about which of those content types you want to be using in your content marketing. One of the best ways to get started if you're not even ready to produce your own content yet on LinkedIn is to share other people's content. So become a curator of content for people to learn what you care about. So you don't even have to write a thing or create any of your own posts. You can simply share other people's posts or even when you like someone else's post, that shows up in your feed for people who are following you. 
and when especially then when you also comment don't just say hey that was great in your comment you put in a thoughtful comment and use you know that as a little tiny place to write a little tiny bit of content so people start to know how you think and you can build a huge following on linkedin simply by doing that without even posting any of your content but simply by being that content curator and sharing what you care about so think about that too if you're intimidated about starting to create content you don't have to you can be somebody who who now i know when i'm following you know amy amy cares about um social impact and she cares about helping children or whatever it is that she's caring about but i really like the articles that she's liking and i really like the people that she's commenting on and so i'm going to learn from her even if she's not directly creating that content. And that's what's so awesome about LinkedIn is that you can do that on that platform without ever producing your own own content if that's an approach that you want to take. However, of course, it's even better if you can produce your own content um, and you can give people, you know, a little bit more of a taste of you and what it is that you do. Um, so again, writing articles is one way to do it. Writing short posts or long posts is another way. Um, Text-only posts do work, and you can do several of those, but you also want to do at least some of them with some photos, and they should be really clear photos and things that, again, are of interest to people, and some people are doing more and more personal photos as well as maybe product or other types of photos too. Um, video is amazing. And again, another whole show we can spend focused simply on videos, but have a one to three minute video tops, and it can just be you talking to the camera. It doesn't have to be highly produced at all. When you do do a video, make sure you pick one topic and stick to that one topic in this very short video. And also make sure that you do captions. That is something where you want to spend a little bit of time you can do captions for free on a lot of different apps and things like that. So, or you can have someone help you with those, but just think about like when you're consuming content, if you're looking through the page and you see a video, you may not actually hit play and listen to it, especially if you're around other people, but you will see the words across the screen. So also when you do a video and when you produce that, make sure that you um, do a post about it too. So people know what's in there. So, we are almost out of time. Um, I'm, there's so much more I wanted to share here, but um, there's just a lot of great things that you can do to start sharing your content. I uh, encourage you to do so. This is where you start sharing your voice and bringing your brilliance through your content. So remember to be bold, be brave, be brilliant, and be you. And uh, get out there. Thanks for listening to another episode of Bring Your Brilliance with Carla Taylor. For the latest updates and info on personal branding, please follow and interact with Carla Taylor on LinkedIn. And be sure to visit www.itstimetobringit.com. Join Carla Taylor every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Mountain, and 7 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then.